everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am Blevins. With me, as always, is Saucy Mailman. What's up, man? Hey, dude. How's it going, friend? It's going great. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties, but that's okay because I can see you now, and I can see what the stream is seeing, which is awesome. We're yeah. leveling up the broadcast you know it's it's growing pains but it's fine technology always works all the time every day yeah and i can now like i can look let's see oh nope i'm i have not learned over my years of podcasting you can click the little spotify button there yeah and it works and then itunes is right there and then there's there's uh there's guillermo guillermo del poro right there um but we've got we're in an interesting time right now, Saucy, because we're in between balance patches. Mm-hmm. We're not really that close to the seasonal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all sorts of, of course, drama happening. Um, and, oh, also, we've got champion skins. So. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm there's a, it's pleased. funny because there's both at the same time not much going on but a lot going on at the same yeah. time. Like the the nothing going on is caused for there to be a lot going on. It's like a really weird, it's been a weird week. It's been yeah. a weird couple weeks. Well, it's funny how, um, you know, uh, boredom really breeds drama. Funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, funny if people enough are out there, you know, it's funny because like the week, once the, once a patch is locked in for the seasonal and there's nothing that will be changed, all of a sudden, people stop complaining about the patch, and they all of a sudden just start trying to win. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Uh, it might just be. It must just be a coincidence. But we are uh, in the heat of uh, a, a lot of things uh, for sure, which we'll be talking about in just a bit. But a little bit of housekeeping. If you're listening to us in podcast land and you want to listen to us live, there are now two places to do that live every week on Tuesdays. The first is twitch.tv slash rune terrible. The other is youtube.com slash C slash rune terrible radio, or just search rune terrible radio on YouTube. Yep. Uh, of course, hit the sub button for uh, our videos and the recordings of the live broadcast, but also we're live there. So we've yeah. got that uh, for sure. And also, you know, saucy uh, our, our good friends at twin sons podcast, which we've, both yeah. been on that. Yep. Okay. We've both been on that show separately. I couldn't remember yeah. if you no, I, 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 I was actually I couldn't remember if I or you had been on it. I'm pretty sure we both have though. No, yes. we definitely we definitely have. Um and I'm not saying that to demean the podcast. I'm saying that to demean my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To demean my brain and the my ability to remember things. Get it because I'm old. Um but uh they have inspired us to do another giveaway uh of some uh of some uh, dark horizons battle passes which we'll be talking about uh uh which we will be talking about in just a little bit so uh, if you go to our twitter um twitter.com slash rune terrible you can see the uh giveaway there and then uh you'll need to join the discord discord.me slash rune terrible radio join the giveaway channel to get in on that we're giving away five and if we can get now this is a hefty goal but i think we might be able to do it saucy 500 retweets we'll just go ahead and double it and we'll do 10 battle passes which is pretty sweet yeah which is dope uh i mean 
the 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 new event is coming, which we're gonna talk about here in a moment. Yeah. But yeah, new event, new battle pass, new uh, shiny cosmetics. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I secretly get the most excited about in a card game, anyways. So yeah, get yours for free. New cards get old, but new cosmetics. Who cares about Ooh. the actual game as long as you look good losing to Zero think, Relia? Think about it. Think about it like this. They can change the cards at any time, but they're not going to change the cosmetics. Yeah, exactly. Maybe as long as I look good losing, I'm happy. Right. It, it, absolutely. You're 100% right. Uh, and uh, two, la <laughs> two last pieces of housekeeping. Uh, of course, we had Rune Teradax on a few weeks ago to talk about the Open, which is happening this weekend. So yep. make sure you check that out. You can go to Twitter and find uh, the details there on Runterodex's Twitter. There's still time to sign up. It is an, a $1,000 open event. I know the community is clamoring for more events, yeah. more competitive events. That's going to be one of them, so make sure that you are doing that. And the other last piece of housekeeping that will actually be gone into in more detail at the end of the show is uh, DreamHack is doing an event over the next uh, few weeks, next four weeks of qualifiers, into a playoff uh i believe at the end of july and uh i sat down with the uh the person who is running that event uh my good friend bemi who uh, uh we, we spoke for about 20 minutes and i'll play that interview uh, at the end of the show to get some more details as to you know the event itself and what dreamhack is looking to do in lor which is really cool so stick around uh once we sign off, that will be that will play, and you'll hear it uh, in the podcast. So you don't need to, you know, go listen to another thing, but it will be there. Okay, Saucy, let's talk about some cool stuff. We got let's skins, talk about some cool new stuff. patch, Saucy. Yeah, so we got um, the the patch. What is it? Two point eight point zero. Two point eight point zero. Yeah, there, there is there is a point zero at the end. Yeah, yeah. I'm making look sure I'm at not this. crazy. Look at this beautiful production here. Look at this. It's like we're almost a real show. I know. So crazy. It's and only awesome taken and us, good. what, 66 episodes. Yes. We finally got there thanks to our mystery producer who will remain a mystery Forever. until someone can figure out who, until someone can crack the case and figure it out. And then we'll deny it. And then we will deny it till the day we die. Yep. Um. But yeah, Saucy, new event dark horizon yeah we got the new dark horizon events uh which is really cool which comes with the the champion skins we talked about uh, along with the new uh with the battle pass and all of that mm -hmm. so the the four champions who are getting some yeah. dark star cosmetic skins we have uh dark star and cosmetic it's two separate skin lines but we have yeah. dark star zed uh, Cosmic Zephyr Yasuo, mm -hmm. Cosmic Exile Riven, and Dark Star Shivana coming with their their cool champion skins. Yeah, and uh, to note here, and this is this is part of the uh, fake drama that we talked. about. This is this is the little fake drama that we talked yeah. about, not the big yeah. one. This is the There's small of the two too. dramas. Yeah, this is the small one. So Zed and Yasuo have alternate art and new level up animations. Riven and Shivana just have alternate art. And of course, basically frame zero, someone on Reddit says, I am so deeply saddened that there's no alternate level animation for Riven and Shivana. Yeah. That's like... Yep. Instant large massive rage post and Reddit 
took the bait and exploded. Just, just, just lapped it up. Yeah, uh, why don't uh, uh, I love Riven? Uh, yeah, so it's uh, whatever. People, yeah, people like, love to bitch. This is, yeah, I and and you know, you know, we don't we don't work for Riot, but it's still like it's just like. I don't know. Maybe we're getting old, and I'm just like, you kids don't know how good you have it with champion skins. This is the coolest thing we've had in years, and you come in and you start crying about it. It's yep. like, it just if you don't like the skin, don't buy the skin. Right? Yeah, and like, I it's a cosmetic, right? <sighs> and 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 one one distinction I want to make is that I do think that it is valuable for everyone the community and for riot to know the feedback for things so like hey we like the skins but we also want the new level up animations on everything we would like that i think that's a reasonable thing to say i i don't even think it's unreasonable to not to own it's not unreasonable to only want you know the full package right but the, just the way that the post was made uh, like the the lead is like i'm deeply saddened Yep. By the fact that these skins don't have animations, and it's like, if that's yeah. what's deeply saddening to you, congratulations. So then, so then it makes me it makes me ask. Here's the question that I have. So it like think about how much more work it is to animate a level up animation versus just to have card art oh, for right. one. Um, so it's like, would you well, if if it's just if pressing the... play on a YouTube video, saucy? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> if if the speculation is like, so you could have this launch for the this is the first skins we've gotten in Runeterra. Uh -huh. So if they have to have level up animations, what if they only released just Zed and Yasuo and didn't have Shivana and Riven also? And right. It's like I'd rather them, you know, release just the skins give us more, more often. Yeah, right. give me more skins more often. It's gonna take longer to animate a new level up animation yep. than to just give us alternate art. So I'd rather them yeah. more often have more shit than less yeah. often have really cool packaged shit. Yeah. The and end. I, and and the the problem for me again is not the is not the fact that there is a disappointment with or you know a yeah, not it, it not being up to expectation. That's perfectly reasonable. It's also yeah. per perfectly reasonable to voice that opinion because that's how, you know, riot and they've been very um, receptive to things like this. That's great. But like, I'm deeply saddened. Oh, yeah. Fuck out of here with that. I mean, come yeah. on. And um, no one's so... even complaining about. So, so we have, there's four champion skins yep. in the game. Um, but what it's like, it's a pro and a con because these are, yeah. they're, they're cosmetics that you spend money on, right? Like for, yep. the, for these skins. Mm -hmm. And so there's only four, which if if you want to have them all, the, the 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 good thing is you only really have to buy three of them because one of them's for Yasuo, which right. no one's getting. So like that's a that's a pro, right? Because it saves you some money. No, no, the real pro is that this is going to have more people playing Yasuo on ladder, which Losing. means my win rate is going to go way skyrocket. up because I'm sure not. Although uh, also those people who bought the the biggest bummer with the Yasuo one is like you'll never see Yasuo ever when you play him. Right. So it's not like it's you don't get yeah. full value of ever getting to see your the, champion skin. The extra skin, the extra skin just weighs down the Yasuo and it goes to the bottom of yeah. the deck. Because because everyone, if you don't know, Yasuo has a hidden line of text in the code yep. that says when at at game start, put this at the bottom of your deck. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I believe it. But yep. 
all jokes aside and all complaints about whining aside, the skins look awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm super pumped about the level up animations. I will say um, it, it is. And I, although I haven't seen what we, we have seen, I think there was a Japanese video. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if it was Japan or not, but there's a video um, that shows the level up animation for Zed and Yasuo. Haven't seen it for Riven or Shivana. So there it will. I'm wondering how stark that difference is going to be. Like <laughs> we go from cosmic exile Riven to level up old skin Riven level up animation back to leveled yeah. up cosmic exile Riven. Or like, <laughs> I guess it would actually be dark star shivana into regular skin shivana into dra- regular skin dragon shivana into dark star dragon yeah. shivana that's a little bit weird sure but also like it, those animations are so sweet anyway yeah shivana's like dark star shivana's level two looks so good oh yeah if you go so, and you can go uh we'll probably link this somewhere but if you go to the playroom terra site and look at the news yeah. you can see the full art on all these as well um yeah. so it's underneath where it has the champion skins you can scroll down and see it yeah. um but one thing that i know blevins is probably a little excited about i know okay. i'm excited about uh-huh. they they say at the top here that they're also coming out their first legendary tier board and no. this the the because we've been talking about it we're like all right what's the difference between we have these epic boards when are we gonna get a legendary board yeah. we do we we have this coming out uh and it looks really cool i like it a yeah. lot yeah it's uh it's the one well okay we're also skipping over the fact that uh what does it say it's uh led legendary tier board complete with its own mega guardian Yep. I want a Mega Guardian. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it, it's the uh, Dark Emissaries Realm board. And I'm pretty sure that the uh, Mega Guardian is just a giant asshole. Which I'm all about. Yeah. Not that I'm biased or anything, but I'm all about it. Yeah. It looks like Aurelian Soul. Uh, it looks like a giant Aurelian Soul that's got like its hand on the deck. I'm wondering how interactable it is. But Saucy, I mean... Mega Guardians aside, I'll take my Mega Guardians. But yep. Saucy, can I click on the goddamn board? Because if I can't, I'm oh, going to be so mad if I can't like a, click on it. There's a no percent chance you can't click on the if, legendary okay, board. Okay, here, here's my promise that I'm making. Okay, here it is. Here if it is, I can't ready. click on the board, uh-huh. I will write a post on Reddit that says, I am deeply sad. Yes! By the fact. Yes! Oh, I am yes. deeply saddened by the fact. Can you just copy pasta the one? On. Just copy I will pasta copy pasta the whole Perfect. thing. Perfect. Except I'll be serious. Yeah. I will be serious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but either way. Anyways, yeah. So that's happening. Um, and then we're getting some new uh, guardians as well, uh, which yes. is very exciting. We get the uh, what is it? The minio knot. Uh, and then the oh, one I'm yeah. the most excited about that I'll probably never change from the Dark Star Drake. Yeah, that it's one's like good. Maybe. The Minion, the Minionot is great because if you played set three, three? Yeah, of set three. TFT, uh, yeah, if you played set three galaxies. of TFT with um, oh god, what's his name? Bard, right? Yeah, yeah, Bard. The it's the little uh, it's the little uh, astronaut Bardling. 
Um, yeah, and there's your uh, there's your dark star Drake, which is sick, by the oh, way. I it's mean, so good. It's so it's good. So good. Um, and then you know the next one down, Cosmic Genius Von Yip. Yep. I, I, again, I hate the cat, but I really like the way that this one looks. Yeah. Um, it, it, just the the like that like dark blue with like the the purple accent mm-hmm. and like the star stuff like it looks so cool and then uh we've got the the dark star von yip who also has an emote yep. <laughs> which is sweet um but that dark star von yip looks great and then i you know i hate to admit it saucy yeah I was gonna say credit where credit's due we might actually be seeing me rocking a t-hex because the cosmic construct t-hex looks sick it's really good he's got some like a soul vibes in his in his cool hairdo uh it's it's really good they they whatever bitching aside from everyone the riot team has been killing it with these the these oh yeah all of the new guardians have been awesome yeah um and the the new board looks sick and the skins look cool level up animation or not i think they're really sweet um and i i like relevance i keep saying just give us more ways to spend money let's go yeah shut up and take my money and give yep. me more ways to do it too um I, and and like you know, from the I just want to have more stuff because I'm a degenerate side, yeah. but also the like, hey, if monet- obviously monetization is a thing that is, you know, keeping the game at the very least closer to profitable and allowing yeah. for all these other things to happen and more expansion and terms, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, let's keep let's keep churning this stuff out. Like, let, let's yeah. get more of it, um, which is awesome. And I mean, you can even see, I mean, um, you know, you can look at the you can look at the p- post yourself at playerontario.com slash news. Uh I mean we've got some sick Zed sleeves. It might be well, it's yeah. gonna be hard because you know, have the uh you know, the fist back or the fist bump back, uh, which will be hard to to uh at, at some point I'll probably you Get know put it on it. rest. Yeah. But boy, do these sleeves look great. We've got the um, you know, the Cosmos one. There's the Dark Star one. Yeah, which is the so Zed good. one is sick. The Zed one is super, it's super, so super sick. good. Yep. And there's Riven, who I, I like this Riven art. Uh, yeah, I like it same. a lot. And then you know, there's some emotes as well. This yeah. this is what leveled up uh Shivana emote. That's sick. The 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 Von Yip emote is really oh, good yeah. too. It's, it's so good. good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I don't know where it's gonna fit into my uh, emote lineup, yeah. but yeah, we've got mine's some pretty, icons mine's as well. pretty tight right now. The zillion yeah. emote is the the one I use constantly. Oh, now. zillion it's is S plus tier. It's not. It's, it's not so close. It's, it, it is. It uh, works in every situation. Yeah, it's not close. And then of course the uh, the event bundle is coming. And again, we're giving away five event bundles right now. Check out our Twitter and Discord. Discord.me slash RuneTerribleRadio or Twitter.com slash RuneTerrible for all the details there. We'll be giving away five uh, of those. And if we can, mm-hmm. I mean, again, lofty goal, but if we can get 500 retweets, do 10. Um, okay, cool. So that's sort of the, the synopsis on the on the, oh. um, the cosmetics. Yeah, because then we got the other the other big thing that's coming with the patch. Yeah, uh, the new essentially new game mode, the Duo Q Shared Spoils Two V Two Social Lab, uh, and it's sick. They put out a there's yeah. a video on their YouTube if you want to check it out, see it in action. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you grab a duo partner, you grab your decks, and then you two v two against some some idiots, and it looks <laughs> really dope. By idiots, you mean actually other people, which is other really cool. other people who you know unfortunately cued against you. 
because right. they're gonna lose. Yeah, I'm. I'm still like I watched the video and I feel like that there's still a little bit to me that is unanswered. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, QHG man, like yeah, give us it, it's two headed giant. Uh, and it's cool. Like I just I I love the ability to play with people like mm-hmm. so much. It's so much fun. Like yeah. In, in a card game, you know, competitive card games are, you know, 1v1 generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the big reasons I love, like, Commander and Magic the Gathering, because you get to play multiplayer. Yeah. That's more of a social format. And, like, this is something, like, I want to just hang out, drink some beers, and queue up mm-hmm. with Blevins and beat the snot out of all of you losers who think yep. that you can beat us. Uh, yeah. We're going to be playing all of our S-tier decks that I'm known to play and you will lose against Malphite Teemo. You will lose. I am terribly disappointed that I queued into the Rune Terrible radio and got demolished. Yeah, exactly. I'm awaiting. I'm awaiting yep. the uh, the Reddit post. The Reddit here, but post. Yeah. Deeply saddened. I'm deeply saddened <laughs> that I queued up against Saucy Mailman and Blevins playing Malphite Teemo. Yeah. And I'll say, right. I'm going to re- reply. I don't go on Reddit. I'm not a redditor. We'll talk about why I'm not a redditor in a little bit here. Um, but I'll go on Reddit <laughs> and that post, and I'm just going to say, "Suck it, nerd." That's all I'm going to type. Just that <laughs> return on my keyboard. Uh, Easy. I um. I uh. Yeah. I um. I, I mean, I'm really glad that this uh that this came out. I mean, we've talked many times about and we talked to umbridge as well on uh on the show about yeah. like how runeterra is expanding outside of just the 1v1 card game where you're trying yeah. to get your opponent's life total to zero right like it's just like you know magic early days of magic like you know when it first started i mean even in the earliest days of magic people were making their own cards yeah you know their own games and different systems for it right absolutely um but like being able to yeah, obviously you, there's a limit to what we can do because of the programming of the game. Right. But like, you know, being able to, to have these other modes is if they're fun, that's awesome. If they, you know, they scratch an itch that, um, you know, that you don't always get, uh, playing the one V one, uh, you know, game, that's awesome too. And even if you can just play something that's, that's fun and allows you to, keep playing LOR and exploring that and, and, and being in the game that you want to be in, but not having to be like, Oh, well, I guess I'm, guess I'm back on the ladder, back on the ladder grind. It's like, it's just great. I'm, I'm super, yeah. I'm, I'm super pumped about it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, sometimes, I mean, we've all done it. Anyone who plays the game for in like a, a large amount of time. And I'm assuming if you're listening to a rune Terra podcast, you probably play the game right. enough for this to have happened. Yeah. But sometimes you like play some games of ladder and you just like, need to not play ladder for a moment so having these alternate Mm -hmm. game modes like lab of legends uh, i think they said there's also like a new uh ultra rapid draw or something update i didn't i don't Mm. something like that Uh, that coming as well um just like i more give us more ways to play dude keep us keep people in the client like yeah Yeah, absolutely and and they actually did uh uh still on the player and page um they put out sort of a um a little like look into labs and like what they're thinking about when they made labs and like how yeah it was cool lab of, yeah it was really cool and it, it gives sort of some insights into you know that that first sort of iteration that was kind of like what became uh lab of legends the like diana what was it diana and leona like yeah single player thing that was like baby La- lab of legends yeah it was really they cute in- yeah they gave some insights as like hey here's some things that work for that Here's some things that didn't. Here's Lab of Legends V1. Here's some things that worked for that. 
Here's some things that didn't. Lab of Legends V2. Here's some things that we hope are working for this. And, you know, 2v2 mode. Here's some things that we hope are going to work for this. Here's some things that might be an issue based on what we experience internally, but we're, we're looking to see. And just like, that is awesome. Uh, that's, it, it's awesome that we get that. And it's awesome that they're iterating on it. I mean, the fact that they are, the fact that they're investing so much time and resources into lab of legends. I mean, it makes me personally happy, even though I'm not like a, a lab of legends main, but like the fact that that brings in so many different types of yeah. people. And also it's just, it's just fun. It's it is fun. fun to play it, which is, which is great. Yeah. I love it. It makes me happy. Uh, and it's, it's great. So yeah, all of those patch notes can be on the official player in Terra website. Uh, you can find them on Twitter if you're too lazy to type into a web browser. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple bug fixes that aren't worth talking about, but there's something else that uh, didn't come with this patch that some people were expecting and hoping. And that's some, uh, that's some balance changes that, that, Yes. Some people, for some reason, thought we're going to come. Um, Even though they've been explicit and saying that they weren't going to be exactly. now. And it's, like, very public. And, yeah. Yep. And so this this uh, spawned, the, I think there's a total of three Reddit posts from yep. Riot Devs on yep. on the, the wonderful website Reddit, where everyone is very um, welcoming and understanding of things and very cordial. And, you know, Reddit's known for that sort of <laughs> some, some of that. So there, there was a few posts that came from the, the devs on Reddit explaining um, why Azir Irelia is not a problem, uh, why there's not a balance issue necessarily, they're not overpowered, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They gave some, some statistics and some insight to what they're working with data-wise. Um, it is a very long post. I think we, we should post this. If you haven't seen it, uh, you, you honestly should read it if you're so anyone who plays any amount. Yeah. Uh, of of ladder ever uh, we'll put it in the show notes or something I guess maybe uh, I'm, yeah. I don't know how things work anymore. Um, yeah, I'll put it I'll put it in the description somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it'll be know. somewhere. It'll be somewhere. It's not hard but, to find. Yeah, it's really not. Um, but there's a lot of interesting uh, information and a lot of vague data posts in here um, yeah. where they talk about you know specifically a lot of this is due to Aurelia Azir because if you've played uh, any games at all on ladder you've probably run into most of them being against that it's now hovering around close to I think like a 21% play rate uh, right now as of today Uh, I mean my my last stream I think we queued into 12 or 13 in a row um, which was pretty fun Um, and uh, they they go into it a lot they they also a really interesting thing is they talk about the uh amount of decks that they're seeing where they have uh a, a at least one champion with over a 50% win rate uh and there's 39 of the champions in the game they say have a deck with at least a 50% win rate in there mm-hmm. they don't give how many like games played that they use for this um but it's a very long interesting post and as I said, as Reddit is known for being very cordial about, we've had a few of the uh, uh, more well-known uh, content creators mm-hmm. uh, who've who stated how they feel about it. Uh, good friend of the show, Mogwai, who we've had on, who I'm yep. personal friends with, uh, made, made a good a long thread about this, a, a rebuttal mm-hmm. talking about it. 
and got pitchforked out of existence to where he's taking a break from social media for a while. Uh, and uh, another good friend, Swim, put out a really good video, honestly. Uh, it's about it's long. It's like a 35, 40-minute long mm -hmm. YouTube video where he talks about all this, goes into statistics and data and, and how you should read it. Uh, I don't always completely agree with everything Swim says. Swim's a good friend of mine. We, we have disagreements mm -hmm. from time to time. But I honestly thought like every point he made was on, on point and valid. Uh, if you have the time to watch that, I would as well. Um, but but Blevins, what, how do you feel about this? You, you run into any uh, Azir on ladder recently? I will say... Uh... When I was playing, uh, when I was playing ranked yesterday, I there was an Azir Aurelia in one hundred percent of my games. Yep. Mostly because I was playing it, but yeah. but yep. Yep. exactly. I was gonna say yep. Uh -huh. Um, I actually <laughs> I did a, I I recorded a little video that um now that I'm saying this out loud, I need to remember to actually send to our producer to put nice. on the <laughs> on youtube so if you want my full thoughts you can check that out but basically the the long and short of it is i think um without even going into the the results uh, of anything because i think that th if you're looking at it from a strictly statistical say side like you can't really argue with the riot dev right because yeah. they, they're giving you the stat they're giving you literally the numbers that are there um now I would argue that not it's not necessarily that that's not necessarily the whole picture, right? Because part of what matters is people having fun. And if no one is having fun, it doesn't matter. It's exactly. like, well, uh, uh, logically, you should be having fun. So have fun, please. Uh, the, the, the logic point, I did yeah. the math. You should be having fun now. Uh, it doesn't work like that, right? So yeah. I, I think... I, I think that at a high level, that's part of it. But I also think um, it, it, it's also possible that there's a give and take on both sides, right? Um, the stats show one thing. The players feel another thing. There's probably something correct closer to the middle of the, the in the delta of those two feelings. Mm -hmm. So, like, the example I used uh, in the video was with TLC versus Aurelia. And mm -hmm. again, I'm not using the specific examples because I don't know what the stats on those two decks compared to each other are. But if they it, let's just say they had the same win rate, right? If they had the same exact win in play rate, I would guess people are going to complain a lot more about Azir Aurelia than they are about TLC because um, the, the long and short of it is there is a higher percentage of the Azir Aurelia game where the game feels like it's over. Yes. Even though that amount of time is still the same number of turns in those two decks. You go, for instance, if you're on like turn eight and your opponent has a leveled up uh a leveled up Lissandra and it's like, oh yeah, they're going to next turn on their attack token, they're gonna play uh matron, put a watcher in play. I can deal with that. If they have a, um, you know, if they have another thing that I'm, I'm going to lose, right? They're going to make three watchers next turn. There's like two turns where you feel like you're dead or you're yeah. probably dead. It's out of your control whether you're dead or not, right? Um, that's two turns out of the eight to ten plus that those games last. Yeah. Whereas with a Azir Aurelia, it's still those two turns, right? It's like, oh, they have an Azir. It is now leveled up. 
and they're going into their attack token and I'm going to die next turn or I'm going to take 17 damage and if they have any more attacks, I'm going to lose. That's still only two turns, but that's two out of like six turns maximum, not two out of 10 plus. So I think Mm -hmm. it has to do psychologically with a larger percentage of the game you play feels determined versus the other. And I'm, I'm really just, I'm, that's just my thought on it because I think that like the stats don't lie. Right. But also what people feel don't lie. And I think part of it is probably, you know, the vicious cycle of streamers saying one thing and then people following that. And then it's a vicious cycle and a a self-fulfilling prophecy. Part of it is definitely that, but part of it also inherently is these decks feel worse for a reason and that reason to me is the one i just explained that kind of makes valid. sense so yeah and that's uh, I'll, I'll briefly paraphrase uh, some of the big points like tech take-home points that i agreed with yeah. on swim for his uh his discussion on this um so there's there's a few things and one of the biggest things is y- taking overall win rate isn't necessarily a good sign of how healthy a deck is for the game right um like that's not necessarily the best stat to be using uh even if you look at just play rate alone, like how often you see a deck definitely, you know, taints the feeling of the deck for you. Um, there's a few other things. One one interesting thing is because they, they state in the Reddit post that uh, the overall win rate of the deck is going down over time. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. If an entire meta is warped around countering a single deck, its right. win rate will slowly go down over time. That's just mm-hmm. that's just a fact. And, and the fact that, one deck is specifically warping an entire meta around it like that, that might be a testament of how powerful it is. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there's a, there's a lot of people, you know, talking about how, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways you could tone it down. And I think the big problem is how fast the deck combos off. Cause it's essentially, it is a combo deck. It's not necessarily an aggro deck. Like you have a combo win condition that you just combo and win. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that decks time, like combo goes between turn four to six on average. Like you mm-hmm. lose the game between turns four and six. And that's one of the big reasons it feels really bad uh, and like so there's a lot of ways yeah. i think if they slowed it down just a little bit like if they made uh, emperor's dais more expensive or something yeah. uh it could help because think about like one to two extra turns think of think of if like tlc killed you on turn six with watcher combo versus turn right. eight uh, that's basically how this deck feels it's it's essentially right. doing the same thing they're comboing yes. you off on turns five and six so that's one of the reasons it feels really dog shit to lose to yeah well it's also like and again i i think that that point actually validates both sides yeah weirdly enough because it's on the one hand if you're just look like it's it's if you look at it through one lens it's the same right it's it's win rates it's whatever it's power level is the same Therefore, you shouldn't feel different about it on the riot side. Although I, I, I'm not trying to speak or put words in no. uh, in their mouth, but like that is a logical conclusion to come to. They're the same, so you should feel the same about them. Versus, you look at it from the other way of we feel differently about these two decks. Therefore, you should do something differently about them. Those two things kind of clash, and uh, my ultimate point is that I think. Instead of um, instead of trying to convince the other side that they're wrong, let's work together and figure out what we could do totally to make agree. things better. Totally because agree. it's not just, oh, card bad, 
Let, let me tell you, if Riot just looked at Reddit and was like, oh, they hate this card, let's change it, the game would be fucking trash because yeah, it'd, be, it'd be terrible. Y'all are terrible game designers. That's why you're not game designers. Yeah. I'm just Reddit saying Reddit is it. not a good game designer. They are, Riot is very good at that, and they do a very good job, yeah. and they put a lot of time and effort into it. Do they get everything right? Probably not. But do they do a really good job? I would say yes. Um, so, and in the, and, and the fact that if, if people are all, there's a fine line and this is with the internet and, and media in general, but there's a fine line between like, okay, a lot of people are saying something. Let's take a listen to see what they're saying. Cause maybe they have something right. And people are just echoing a bad opinion. And all of a yeah. sudden you get into like, you know, fake news, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so what I would say is think about the criticisms that you're making be constructive with them and be very careful about how those are being amplified because if you say yeah. something that's wrong or incorrect or you go like going back and saying oh yeah you know what i probably should have thought about that more is really harmful to the overall discourse of the game because then you get people who aren't who maybe are younger or aren't, uh, you know, don't have the time to think about this, and they just read a headline and go, oh, yeah, no, Azirelia bad. Me hate Azirelia. Oh, I mean, how many times has that happened where, you know... Literally every fucking patch since the beginning of the game. Yeah. Well, and that happens in every single card (laughs) game, and in this one streamer... Streamer says one thing because they don't like something or they do like something, and then all of a sudden that becomes word, even if it's not true. That's happened in Magic so many times like i remember like i don't remember who exactly it was but there was a player that said abrupt decay wasn't that good of a card so people started cutting it out of their modern decks and they're like wait 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 abrupt decay is fucking great what is wrong with you like just because one person has an opinion on something doesn't make it law so use your use your thinking brains here yeah, that that that's the that's the overall sentiment. Use your thinking brain, please. <laughs> so I have I have two two big takeaways I do want to yes. say, yes. Um, and I, this is something that I say all the time to my community, uh, my stream and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if you are having fun with Azir Aurelia and you like the deck, keep playing the deck. Play the deck you enjoy in the game you enjoy playing it in. Do yes. not feel bad for playing the deck just because it's got a target on its back right now. It's not your fault that the deck is so strong. You didn't make it, and it's not your fault. Like, the deck is fun to play. I'm sorry, but Irelia is very fun. Attacking 20 times a turn is very fun. It's not your fault. Don't feel bad playing it. Enjoy playing the decks you like. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's just just it. Like, I get so sick of people villainizing other players for playing a deck they enjoy just because it's good or overtuned. Sorry, winning in card games is fun. Yeah. Uh, and if you have a big problem with that, maybe you shouldn't be playing card games. So stop stop hating on people for playing the deck they enjoy. Like right. I'm just it's getting so tired. I hate seeing that on Twitter. Yeah, I'm I'm over. And and for what it's worth, I think it, it, Azurelia I think is a different con- is it feels to me at least like a little bit of a different conversation of like oh this deck is overtuned and people are echoing and 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 talking about that, which yeah. I think a constructive discourse of that is fine. Yeah, and and it's less of the, it's less of, and I feel like we've started to see less of the like anti net decker camp. Yeah, we've started to see less of that, which I think is good because it's a really uh, 
stupid. It's a stupid. Yeah, take. it's just it's a it's a dumb take. Yeah, it's dumb. Uh, but yeah, I, I um, I uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, play whatever you want is my yeah. my whole play thing. What you enjoy. I, I'm playing a zero rally right now because a that deck is fun. It's good. It's super fun. It also like yes, there are some draws that are like. Okay, no matter what I did, I won. But I found because I misplay that deck so many so much, there actually is a good amount of play to that deck and like yeah. sequencing and planning out three turns in advance and like okay, I'm gonna have enough mana to do this and then I can blade dance and if I use uh, my lead and follow on fast speed on my turn, I can attack an additional time that does three extra damage to the Zier, and then the Zier can block here. Like all these things, like real, like knowing what you can and can't do really helps because I've seen my win rate go up way higher with that deck just playing it over the past like four days. Yeah. So that's another um, thing when you're looking yeah. at play rate and win rate. Like when a deck is played more, it's going to be played more by less skilled players. So the win rate is going yeah. to naturally go down. Uh, yeah. th that's that's why like you ha you can't take statistics like that as law, and, and that's where like a lot of people are using this Reddit post to defend or mm -hmm. the opposite of defend attack um, certain people and players, yeah. and it's just like it's it's a data post. Take it as take it with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. But my last my other post this is this is what I, I was furious. I was legitimately okay. furious that. Uh, Mogwai felt the need to have to leave social media, take a break from social media, can't go on Twitter because people were personally attacking him for feelings on the card game. Stop doing that! Don't do that oh, to yeah, people. That's like, up. stop personally attacking people. The, the the I had this conversation with with my chat the other night. Like, the Runeterra as a community, we are a smaller community. We need mm -hmm. to not be villainizing people in the community. Yeah. We should be working together, having constructive conversations because we're a small community. We're not as big as something like even Magic or Hearthstone or whatever yeah. because we're newer. The game's been around a year. We have less mm -hmm. players, less content creators. Like We should be working together to try and make a better community, not yeah. tearing each other down because they like a different deck in a card game than you. Yeah. Also, if you're going to attack anyone personally, come get some at land. Let's go. I'm bigger than at least 90% of you. I'll fucking take all of you. Yeah. And my our producer is my personal bodyguard, and he's even yeah. bigger than I. Oh, I, ooh, see, I'm leaving clues. You now yeah. know it's a he. Is even bigger than I am and will take you all down unless I'm lying. Ooh, who knows? Ooh. Um, but yeah. Come face us off in 2v2 yes. labs where we'll I beat the shit field. out of you. <laughs> Uh, there, yeah. That, that our, our my producers talk. Our producers talking in the in our ear right now, saying that they claim they are the biggest person that will listen to this episode, and I would bet money that they are. are that is true. Yeah. Um. Easy. Yeah. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm Easy. The, I got the. I got diamond hands. I got diamond elbows. Let's go. Um. Anyway, uh, please don't fight each other. I'm not uh, advocating yeah, violence for no. the record. Um. That, that unless was for, it's uh, unless it's in two v two labs. Unless that's where you fight. Two v two labs. Yes, we will fight everyone. But oh, but okay. Stop, stop being negative everyone like yeah, it's, it's tough like i'll be the first to admit this is probably some of the least fun i've had playing the game i personally am not enjoying the meta nope. 
Um, if I was a player that was specifically just playing to win and I was just going for a high ladder finish and win rate, I probably wouldn't be playing the game right now. But because I get my enjoyment differently, I, yeah. I just like brewing and playing different stuff. I'm still having a good time. I'm still having fun with the game. Mm -hmm. Me saying it's the least fun I've had doesn't mean I'm not having fun. I'm just saying it is the least fun meta I've played in. I am not, like, I don't enjoy the meta for what it's worth. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I mean, I, I just don't like it when there's one game. Like I said, I think we queued into it the same deck 13 games in a row. Mm. And, like, that's where I just start getting kind of, like, it eats at me and I get a little disheartened. I'm like, oh, wow. Yet again, the same deck. Awesome. Yeah. Well, what's funny, and I've heard a lot of, uh, a number of, of content creators and players uh, feel the same way as you, that they're just not having fun right now. Which is, and it's weird for me because, like, I mean, maybe it's just because I am playing as Euralia. Like, I've been having a lot of fun. I think that, that deck fun. legitimately is super fun. Is it a little overtuned? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, it's not my job to figure that out. It's it, it, but like, I do, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It, it is a good deck. I like playing a good deck. I like playing TF Fizz. I like playing, um, you know, I like playing some of the uh Aphelios builds before he got nerfed. Lee Sin, I love Lee Sin. Um so I think different people get um you know enjoy different things, uh, different decks and different uh playstyles. So Yeah. And that that's what I was saying. You can't get mad at someone for playing a good deck. Like sorry, but I mean you like, can but just don't. Yeah, but it just makes you <laughs> shitty. Like don't go to Friday night magic back when that was a thing. Oh, Rest in boy. peace. And yeah. be like, oh, I, I hate you because you're playing Jund. It's like, sorry, I didn't make the deck good. It's just good. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it, it's been a, I mean, the, 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 the scary thing about the post is, I don't remember if it was in this Reddit post or not, but it was somewhere where they said they, they don't expect, don't expect balance to come to this deck by patch 2.9, which is not this coming patch, but the patch afterwards. That right. scares me because if that's the case, that's going to be a long, another, what, four, six weeks of this. And I don't like that. I'll just say yeah, it. Like, I don't I, like that at all. Um, it really is going to depend on what else gets hundred percent. What else things can always because, change. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like right now, I mean, I, I'm more, I have more of a problem and again. I'm probably biased because I'm playing as Aurelia, but I have more of a problem with fresh Nasus. Like that, that, this is like still S tier and coming off of mm -hmm. being S tier from the last seasonal yeah. before, and uh, before, uh, uh, before guardians of the ancient came out. So I don't know. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, yeah. we'll obviously be talking about those patch notes when they come in two weeks or whenever it's scheduled to come out. But but the good way. news is we'll have if the meta is dog shit, we'll have two v two labs. I'll just be doing that all the time. I'm two v two labs excited. and new skins. And the best part is that there's a playable Zed deck right now. Uh, yeah, in on ladder, so we can use and Shivana and, and a lot great. of Shivana decks. Shivana's yeah. great. Yeah, it's just funny because if you would have asked me a couple months ago if Shivana yeah. was going to be great, I'd say not a chance because she sucks right. asshole. But now Shivana oh. is great. Yeah, and honestly, there is a Riven deck that's playable. Riven Draven. Yep. You know what is... else is great right now? Fiora. True. Can you imagine if Fiora wasn't nerfed, she would be the strongest deck in the game right now, probably. Because that, uh, like, yeah. Fiora can just destroy Blade decks. 
It can, although I did win that matchup because my opponent oh, yeah. misplayed uh, yesterday. Yeah, I, I know. I, I was, and it was the... so hard to play properly. I'll just say it. Like, it is. Bjorn Dex requires a skilled player. Well, the beauty is that I've played that deck a lot, so yeah. I knew. And I'm like, I bet I can bait them into using an extra single extra single combat here, even though it doesn't actually accomplish anything. And it's like, they did oh, it. Oh, oh, <laughs> and I got a sharp sight. <laughs> sharp sight's a good card. And I, bar I barely won. Um, but Saucy, let's let's um, let's shift the focus to something more uh, to something that is is much more Hell positive. Yeah. We've got Pride Month coming back from yes. Riot overall uh, mm -hmm. across all of their games. Actually, um, we have got a a bevy of Poro uh, Pride Poro emotes. Uh, obviously, remember if you remember last year, we got the Pride Poro Guardian. Uh, looks like the Pride Poro is not coming back. So uh, sorry, anyone who did not get the Pride Poro, but we do get what looks like the um, I forget what they're called. The I, I call them Heffalumps, but that's from yeah, I have no two. idea what the thing is. Uh, the elephant guy uh, uh, Guardian. They said what is it is, sweet. I think, somewhere, but I have no idea what it actually is. The rainbow fluff, every ride. Its name is something. Ellie, I think, because they Ellie, say there's yes, the that's rainbow right. Ellie Guardian. Yeah, the rainbow Ellie Guardian, which which is which is great too. And then I think that's um, is that uh, Tiara Tiari the tireless? Yeah, yeah. yeah we have which the, cool. their emote, um, and yep. then we have the bevy of the icons, uh, and it's just cool. Like it, if you are a fan of Riot Games, which again I'm gonna assume you are because you're listening to a. Runeterra podcast. No, I, uh, I'm deeply saddened by uh, Riot Games. Pants! But yeah, we've got we got everything in League, TFT, Runeterra, um, and it's really cool. Valorant I just love as well. Yeah. And Valorant, yeah, yeah. I always forget that that's a game. And that Wild exists. Rift. Yeah, and Wild Rift. That's a game I'm, that's separate from pumped. League. Yeah, True. there's just like a lot of stuff, uh, and it's cool. I just like to see you know companies be this forward and outspoken about taking yeah. a stance against you know transphobia, homophobia, all that. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, it's great. It makes me very happy. Um, and it's dope. Very, very good, positive stuff. Good job, Riot. Yes. Uh, you're not making us deeply saddened with this one. That's true. We are deeply hap happy. Ended. We're happy. Happened. We're de happy we've ended. deeply happened. Yep. That's, that's what I meant. Um, yes. A little, a little, uh, palate cleanser there after the, the salt we just ingested with the yep. other Reddit posts, but saucy, uh, is there anything else that we wanted to, uh, Anything else you wanted to talk about before? I don't think there's anything else crazy that's happened. Uh, it just seems like it's been a very long week, even though it hasn't. Just with you know, every, yeah, it every... does. It's Tuesday. It's, it's been a like, lot. It's been a lot. This, this week has been super long. Lemon, it's Tuesday. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, just not a ton of stuff going on, but just enough. For us to uh to to talk about and i mean the cosmetic stuff i think is just super cool and yeah we're gonna i'm be so ready experiencing it all tomorrow but again uh we're going to we're gonna do a little end of the podcast now but stick around because all of the uh details on the dream hack event as well as my interview my full interview with bemi is going to be happening right after uh we sign off live so stick around and listen in the podcast world it is all it, as well as on uh, Twitch and YouTube. But Saucy, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here? Yeah, you can find me. My website's just saucy.live, um, saucymailman.com. I've changed my stream schedule basically officially, so I'm streaming every morning at 
what is it like 8 a.m pacific time and then monday wednesday friday i'm streaming in the evenings at like Ooh. 4 p.m pacific time and we're doing different stuff we've been playing a lot of resident evil village so if you want to see me get scared that game is it's scared by the big vampire stressful lady. it is a stressful game yeah i i always feel i feel like i want to play those games incredible. but then i'm like no i don't incredible uh, a good friend flindo who's in here talking talking shit in the chat saying he doesn't know what uh riot games is i think he's played that game like Classic. 12 or 13 times something ridiculous so he's played riot game he's played uh, riot game 13 right game yeah no uh yeah. resident evil village so oh, okay nice anyways yeah awesome well that is great well you can of course find the show on twitter at rune terrible uh rune terrible.com uh, youtube.com slash c slash rune terrible radio and uh discord.me slash rune terrible radio um and again we have the giveaway going so go to twitter and uh retweet that and then head to discord join the giveaway channel and the bot will show you what you need to do to enter and we'll be doing that so that's gonna be awesome uh if you want to follow me on twitter at the underscore blevins i've also been streaming somewhat consistently weirdly enough uh at twitch.tv slash the blevins that's been uh that's been fun but uh that's gonna be it for this episode again stick around to hear the full interview with myself and bemmy talking about the dreamhack event but otherwise we'll be back next week to talk about more legends of runeterra hey everyone you're in the middle of an episode but we're starting a new thing that happened in the past, but will be happening in the future when you listen to this. I never know how to talk about time when it comes to past, future, present podcast world. But we're here talking about some awesome events that are coming up in the LOR space with DreamHack. And I am joined here by Bemi, who is the mastermind behind these DreamHack events. Welcome, Bemi. Hi, thanks for letting me come on here. I am absolutely honored to talk about things. I'm super glad to have you on. And, and Bemi, of course, we go back uh, actually a few years now. It, it's it's weird because it, anything that Holy was Holy smokes. How do we meet? I think it was Boop. That sounds about right. Through Boop. Boop with TFT. did come into it. Um, I think... Uh, Oh, you know what? We did meet, uh, and it was Boop, and it was because of the Cruise Arena clash. Mm. It was back in 2019. I scrolled back all the way up our wow. conversations. Um, so we met in September, uh, September 1st, 2019, oh. and you reached out to me about the Cruise Arena clash tournament thing. And this wow. was like a, a, a program thing that I was working with that like was trying to add spectator mode to TFT in there. Back in 2019, trying trying to add spectator mode to TFT <laughs> since 2019. Apparently coming yeah. soon, by the way, Bemmy. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we've we've. Hey, you know what? I I you know I'm credits to them. They've been doing a great job making the game fun. But yeah. True. Yeah, but gotta have fun game first before you want to make people watch it, right? I, I, I'm not going to try to pretend like I know wh which check. I'm just making excuses for them at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. 
luckily it's not well it kind of is your job to to figure out the chicken you need to you need to make the omelet now, yeah. regardless of which chicken or egg comes first i have i have very they've gave this dreamhack has given me sort of semi deity demigod like powers Ooh. and i am trying to figure it out um basically my my title right so overall i work in the uh, community clash division which mm. the best way to describe it if you're from north america you may have heard a place called shake shack which yeah. is like gourmet cooking meets fast food we're kind of like that in esports where we're s tier production meets grassroots community mm. so um i do i basically do a lot of sociology research where i find mm. uh less popular games that need a little bit of loving uh mm. from you know big budget companies like us and also uh lesser popper popular communities and popular games so like i'm also running a european valorant event because mm. europe is the least loved region out of all the regions um which is uh, crazy but it's probably because of like the, the cs monopoly and all this other stuff but like basically, by least so... loved you mean like by the tournament scene or do you just mean that everyone hates EU and and NA greater no. than EU? Because <laughs> no. I'm fine with that uh, claim too. <laughs> you can your words, not mine. But I mean, uh, <laughs> basically, it's it's the least amount of events, or there's not enough sure. events going around, and, mm -hmm. and like EU definitely. Uh, there's some tournaments going on. There's some great community stuff, but we can definitely give it some more love. But anyway, so yeah, and then this thing specifically that we're talking about yes. is for. Uh, the Summer Strat Festival is part of a greater thing called DreamHack Beyond. So if you know, like, DreamHack Dallas or DreamHack mm -hmm. Stockholm, this is kind of the virtual version of that, DreamHack Beyond. Um, and my title for this one is specifically, uh, I'm one of the tournament directors and production directors for this. So I'm in charge of hiring people uh, for the community class sections of mm -hmm. these tournaments and all this other stuff. But there's so much going on, so if you want to check that out, it's like, I think it's dreamhack.com slash beyond or just look just Google Dreamhack Beyond and you'll find like the, the website link for it. Yeah, which is which is awesome. I mean, specifically for the LOR community, because I know the second I mean, even before I mean when uh I don't want to name any names, but one of the casters just uh, you know, randomly tweeted out that they were gonna be casting this event before it actually went public. I don't wanna I'm not gonna name any names. It it was me. Uh <laughs> People immediately started Rhymes asking. with Revens. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're wearing my hat right now. Um, yeah. But uh, people immediately started asking me about, like, oh, what's this event? What are the details of this event? How can we play? Blah, blah, blah. Because, like, DreamHack, obviously, for anyone that knows anything about esports or has been involved in esports or has even just watched esports events for any amount of time, it's synonymous, right? It's a. It is an the the endemic name in um you know esports events and uh sort of community and even professional level events for esports. So it's the type of thing where, you know, when LOR first comes out, obviously a lot of people have aspirations for competitive and competitive events. And, you know, eventually getting to a point where we're at, you know, a, a Dreamhack Austin, a Dreamhack Stockholm. But this is sort of the the first step there. So what sort of brought you towards LOR? I mean, there's a million games that you could have picked for uh, an event like this. What what was the allure of LOR? So with the allure of LOR in general, 
this is kind of i i really the best way to describe this and this is just me being a nerd again is like uh it's this is kind of like mcu stuff where we're mm-hmm. kind of laying down the foundations and planning to branch out into a lot of things um i so for those who don't know my background comes from competitive card games mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, or CCG, and, like, I started in Magic, uh, Paper Magic, and then when I started working in esports, I started with Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the, the climate of CCG, there's not a lot of opportunities to branch out in your career um, in a lot of stuff, and I think, actually, um, the Esports Observer really hit the nail on the head uh, with this article when it was announced that, like, Magic discontinued something is that like Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of need to grab inspiration from the fgc community where we do see a lot of players dual wielding and uh Mm -hmm. all this other stuff where there's just like there's a lot of stuff being bridged and there's multi-worlds kind of stuff um and i don't think there's really that thing yet for ccg and i kind of with this sort of platform that dreamhack has given me with community clash I really want to try to give more love and start developing more third-party foundations and more opportunities for uh, dual-wielding CCG players that are brave enough. Because Ruin Terra at the at its core is an amazing game because of the cost-effectiveness of mm-hmm. it and the and just the accessibility alone is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So if we can start creating more events to encourage card games and strategy game players to start dual-wielding that would be great. And I think Room Terra is one of the first games that needs to be sort of that bridge gap. It's Riot, so it's already a significant name. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, again, the accessibility. And I think that sort of works out. So with the Summer Strategy Festival, which is what this is a part of, it's that idea of like trying to bridge that gap. It's sort of like trying to be semi the Evo of strategy games. Sure. Because it's also sharing a stage with also Minion Masters mm-hmm. and Temtem, which are other types of strategy games. We're going to try to add more titles in the future, but basically this is sort of to start that initiative. And I chose Runeterra because I do think it outside of Hearthstone, it is the other most recognizable card game that's slowly coming up on mm-hmm. the radar. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's and it's it's really a noble goal to to try to I mean, obviously bring the game to more communities, but also bring more communities to people who are playing these games competitively. There's just not like you said, there's not necessarily at least at like the, you know, um non like top tier professional or top tier concrete content creator space there's just not enough pie to go around for the you know the grinders yeah. like there would be an mtg where there's grand prix every weekend in in there's multiple grand prix across the country and world a weekend there's this SEGs. there's the tcg player this is all you know years ago but you know, were, yeah there's i mean even even at the the point of fnm where it's like you could, you know, be a local player, never even play at like a professional REL event and uh, you know, have a time of it, right? You you can you can yeah, do that. Or and... like there I've seen people like at my, when I was at my local card shop, they would just grab their their camera and they would make YouTube videos about going to their local FNMs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like a lot of that type of early competitive content in mm-hmm. YouTube era is like 
like all of it just it all leads up to something yeah and and we're really glad to to see you know Bruntera obviously be added to that mix it will it would definitely be a struggle for a lot of people to dual wield card games if only because uh it's x thousand dollars to get into hearthstone and then x i mean lor is great for that but (laughs) the other games not so much well you know hearthstone's working on doing that a a lot to be fair to them there's now you know free free decks and like Mm -hmm. a core set and all this other stuff and you can get they're like i really do think runeterra has sort of i think done a good job by putting pressure on its competitors Mm -hmm. to say we still make money from this game and we can make it cost effective for our players to still get into a competitive yeah. level with anybody. So I think those have started to draw the inspiration. Now there's a good, healthy competition. I think we're going to see that more in the future. Thanks to Runeterra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's definitely great to see all the games sort of iterating because of each other and the, the healthy competition definitely does drive that. Um, so one thing that I know, People are going to be asking, uh, and maybe you don't have an answer for this now, uh, so don't feel pressured to answer something you don't know the answer to. <laughs> don't worry. People are going to ask, you know, what is what is you know the plans for DreamHack uh, with Runeterra in general? I mean, are there is there a thought of maybe having it be featured at more events? Is there you know more plans for circuits or opens, anything like that? Um. Can speak on behalf of all of DreamHack. I do know there's been talks with Riots before to be a little more involved with them, like we mm-hmm. have with uh, Hearthstone, um, because of that whole deal where ESL bought like the HS Esports stuff. We're mm-hmm. trying to get more hands in the pie. Um, I would probably say, from the community class division, we have plans to run their own events and stuff like that. And I do plan on producing regional events. And really, again, the the old... If you've been around Hearthstone for a long time, you will have heard of the Hearthstone Championship Tour. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And basically, I want to try to build that with Rune Terra. I want to I have something where it doesn't run into the problem that i think a lot of card games competitively have at the moment which is there COVID obviously didn't help with this but there's mm-hmm. right now this sort of idea of like almost sitting in a cubicle and just getting back to work on grinding and going to the next event mm-hmm. and just hoping you qualify and there's just sort of this repetition that happens and breaks so i want to try to develop this circuit and other ways of qualifying and mm-hmm. basically make it a more custom journey that is um accessible and flexible but also able to uh let players really enjoy the idea of actually going th- through their own paths obviously mm-hmm. it's very difficult because you have to stick with the competitive structure of some kind but still that's probably going to be a plan more further down the line. Mm-hmm. This was so when you see when you see me producing Summer Strat Festival and all these other things that are happening at DreamHack Beyond, these are sort of the vibe checks. These are the mm-hmm. analytical stuff that I'm doing. So the more people sign up for this, I can go to my boss and say, "Hey, we have a lot of people that really believe in us to do a good job, mm-hmm. and we really should we should really try to." be active in in having them put our faith in us and mm-hmm. uh 
produce these amazing events. Here's all these things that we can do and sort of like go from there. But obviously it's baby steps. So right. maybe the next thing after this would be probably a circuit of some kind, but the level of the significance of like compared to HCT would be not for a while. Quite sure. Yet. Sure. Well, I, I know obviously from being uh, entrenched in the, uh, in the scene of LOR that uh, people are just chomping at the bit for more tournaments just in general. Right. right? I mean, we had the uh, mastering Runeterra open last weekend, which was, which was great. A lot of people, you know, showed up and played and also watched that. And uh, next weekend is the Runeterra decks open. And then obviously we've got the, uh, we've got the first week, uh, the first qualifier this week for, uh, for DreamHack Summer Stratfest for LOR, which is awesome. Um, can you, Bemi, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, uh, just like a, a two-minute like overview of what is the format for, not like the game, I mean, it's Riot Lock, but I mean, what is the, for, the structure for the tournament as a whole for this, uh, for this event? Oh, sure. You don't want me to go for the long-winded answers that I've been giving you this whole time? No, uh... I mean, you don't need to explain that it's Riot Lock <laughs> because people understand that. But I mean, like, the, the, the structure of the right. of the tournament part of it. So, uh, for four weeks, from May 20th to June 10th, we will be having a qualifier where it is a 64-cap double elimination best of three, um, where the winner of each tournament will qualify for the uh, Summer Strat Festival playoffs, which will be at DreamHack Beyond itself mm -hmm. on July 26th, I want to say. That um, sounds right, dates, maybe. <laughs> dates are, <laughs> dates are officially funny. announced. They're, yeah. they're, they're announced somewhere. I have them in my notes. Um, but it's roughly around that. And then basically uh, each week will be a $50 prize pool followed by a $500 prize pool where the playoffs will be the four players in a double elimination mm -hmm. bracket competing for that nice piece of the pie. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very straightforward, very simple. I wanted it to be an easy theme that could be followed. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, keep, keep it simple for the first one. If, I think the last time I checked, the first qualifier was almost completely booked in terms of registration. It's already completely booked. Yeah, it, okay. was, it was within the first, like, 48 hours or something <laughs> like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Hey, which is awesome. The Terror community, yeah. we're chomping at the bit, baby. The more you can feed us, the more we will eat, let Gosh. me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I really need to open up the, the buffet a little bit more for the public, but... You know, got a vibe check first. So right. after this, I mean, I mean, with numbers like those, they help me sort of say sure. to our bosses, like, hey, we need to do more of this because obviously mm -hmm. we can do a lot of good here. Sure. Yeah. Which is which is awesome. So um, awesome. Bemi, is there anything else that you wanted to specifically call out for the tournament or what you're doing with the with this event in the LOR space? Um. I love CCG. I think it's one of the most accessible esports in general for everybody, and I think there is so much potential to grow. And I think Runeterra is that great example of how players can dual wield, and I really want us to start seeing more players trying different games and mm -hmm. not being intimidated to be stuck in one lane as it has been for so long. So I mm -hmm. really hope that with DreamHack, we can do this, and we can really inspire a lot of people. And also uh, look forward to seeing Blevins, Casanova, and Charmer. Ooh, ooh, a 
star-studded casting crew and also me on the on the uh hey! on the show hey! it's gonna be great <laughs> you're absolutely beautiful don't let that oh. don't let anyone else tell you that oh thank you otherwise uh, <laughs> sorry no, i, I won't let anyone else tell I, me that okay i, I, I realize the same hey you're beautiful oh hell hold, hold, hold i'm gonna have to stop uh. you there bemmy said no one else can say this <laughs> A slip of the tongue today. on camera so can meetings. never be taken back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely love it. Well, that's th- the internet, kids. <laughs> there, there it is. Thank you so much for coming on, Bemi, and talking about the event. Um, before we go, first off, where can people, um, I guess, sign up for the other qualifiers? Is and also where can they watch the event? And then where can people find you? Sure, yeah. Uh, I will overlap one of the two and say that you can find all the events. I will be semi-announcing them almost every week uh, at my Twitter, at Bemi Esports. Uh, also, on top of that, follow the Battlefy page. We will be posting... I'll be making the event pages over time mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so following the Battlefy pages and getting notifications there. Uh, the Battlefy is literally DreamHack community clash i believe yes it is so yeah if you literally look up dreamhack community clash as an organizer on battlefy using their search bar you'll be able to find it and then you can find the channel where we'll be streaming all the grand finals uh at dreamhack underscore clash we'll be doing those around roughly 8 30 eastern every thursday so keep an eye out for that and if you want to see the other games as well with them we will be doing it on that channel as well. Uh, and also just want to throw this out there. Well, if saucy mailman's watch this, you're also beautiful too. <laughs> nope. Just that, that, part... that out there. Nope. That part's getting oh. deleted. And... Oh. <laughs> it's just me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, thank you again baby, for coming <laughs> on and make sure everyone is going to be checking out the dream hack event. Uh, the next few Thursdays of the month, and uh, man, hey, maybe uh, you'll see me on uh, a couple of those. Actually, you definitely will see me on at least a few. You will. Of those. You've been booked. You're hired. I'm booked. I'm booked. So it's it is confirmed. It is decided. But thanks again, Bemi, and uh, we will uh, we'll see you all uh, at DreamHack on Thursday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.